Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. How do we meet? It was uh, it was 1998. I was about to do this movie called Any Given Sunday, and I audited this class by Rick Adelstein. No, you were taking the class. I audited. Right, you, you audited. It. I was taking the class, and uh, it was really, really great class. You know, you get up a lot, and by that I mean you, you do a lot of scenes. It was scene class, and a lot of good actors, a lot of crazy actors in there. And uh, I'm just getting ready, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm about to do my big studio movie with Oliver Stone and everything like that. So I was like, you know, Jamie and LL and all those guys. So I, I was really into this class. And Kristen audited the class, and you can take it from there. I audited the class, a girlfriend of mine was in it, and I actually was going through a breakup and I was not even thinking about men. I was just like, I'm focusing on me, on my career. It's a new path, it's a new day. Okay. And so I go to audit this oh, class nice. and the auditors have to sit in the back. And he would always be late. I guess he thought the class started at 7.30, but it really started at seven. So he would like come in there just loud and he had to sit in the back. So he ended up sitting right next to me. And yeah. I like right. Next I didn't to. think there was a connection, but there obviously was because the first thing I said to him, he said hi. And I, I just said, said hi. And she was like, I, I, know, I know your, your girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, she nervous as hell. <laughs> because nervous. his ex-girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time yes. was a stylist and she had styled me on some videos and on some commercials. And so I didn't know them as a couple or I didn't know her well, but she would always be like, Bill, Bill, Bill. And I was like, oh my God, this girl won't stop talking about Bill. So as soon as he sat Whatever. down, all that came back and she I was got like, nervous. She I was know like, your girlfriend. Are you trying to talk to me? I was just saying hello. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And that's how really, well, and then we were just friends, but I asked him to do a scene with me. Yes. And it was actually really I wonder why. relevant because I needed a comedian. Whatever. And it actually was really relevant about what he was going on about a woman that he had been dating a couple yeah. years who wanted to get married and he did. What was the name of the scene? It was called. Um, um, damn, I don't remember. It's a famous play. It's it a, a famous play. play. So basically, she wanted to thought by him moving to LA. Oh my God, we're going to be in the same city. We're going to get together. And he was like, I came to LA to so, you know get rid of MTV days and start an acting, my career. acting career. So he wasn't way. thinking about marriage or any of that stuff. So they yeah. ended up. So anyway, it was what he was going through and I think it just struck a chord it was so it was so perfect because the scene was about a couple going to a wedding and you know how you go to a wedding and then you guys have been dating and you come back and it starts to fight like when we gonna get married like blah blah blah, blah right so I was like oh I know this groove I already know what this is I ain't gotta act this just let's go action right so we shoot the scene and what was interesting was you know we had a kissing scene i remember this it was so weird like it was a kissing scene in it right and i was like in my back of my head i was acting. like it was whatever acting. so i'm like okay am i gonna kiss this girl in this scene or whatever because it is a scene right so i never forget this because i was like right, i'm gonna wait till we do it in front of class because i you know i ain't gonna let her think or make her think that i'm trying to be on it you know what i'm saying i'm an actor. but as actors and even in class now Whatever. when you just you discuss it as long as you if you're doing something violent or we sexual didn't discuss it, you though. discuss it with your scene partner we never and make sure it. that there are they we are okay never discussed the kiss and we were rehearsing at her place, because it was coming up that we got to do it in front of class. And then she just kissed me. I'll never forget that. I was like, oh man. All right, okay, it's real out here in these streets. Wait, and then <laughs> wait, and then immediately I, my eyes was open. Right, I was like, and it was his girlfriend. Yeah. It was so funny. It was, it's it like was, as soon as it, we were doing the scene, we kissed his phone rang. It was, it was like a crazy It was thing. absolutely like ridiculous. So um, there was a little spark right there, but I was still like, you know, in my relationship or whatever. So nothing yet. What was really ironic was that I was leaving that December of 98 to leave to Miami where I was going to be going to camp. Yeah, this was only a month. This yeah, was like only a this month was that a we were in weird. class together. So I left 
And she was my liaison with the class because our class was so bananas. Like we had the craziest actors. We had the craziest scenarios. Somebody always had a mental breakdown. It was just That's like- acting classes. It was like therapy. therapy for people. So we had like a connection with our class. So I would call her. I'd be like, oh my God, I missed that class. Yeah, what's every going Tuesday on? night he missed the class. And so he would call me from I'll Miami. I'd be like, yo, what's going on? I know somebody did something crazy. But like, oh, yeah, Stephanie is still crazy and blah, blah, blah. So we had that connection. We were friends for yeah. that little month. I wasn't crushing at the time because I just didn't but know. But he wasn't crushing, but he asked me out. He's like, I'm going to be home at Christmas, meaning back in LA. Right. Was it Thanksgiving? Because I came back, because uh, I know it was December 5th was and the first day. That December 7th, but he's not crushing, right? So we No, went, so I didn't we even know she out. liked me like that because you know how I knew you liked me? Your mom told me. Because <laughs> what happened was I went home. I never forget, it was Thanksgiving, and I was going back to Jersey. I'm from Jersey and I went back to see my family and she was in California with her family, right? So I said, let me just call her and see, say happy Thanksgiving, right? And her mom was like, are you Bill? Oh my God, Christy won't stop talking about you. I was like, oh, She really? did say that. And she was like, mom, <laughs> stop telling the business. I was like, oh, because I, I didn't know she was always just acting so chill. So well, I thought it, wasn't, it was like, actually, we, actually was pretty. I think that I, I think you're cool. out of order with the sequence of things. I know anyway. it was Thanksgiving that your mom spilled the beans. Our first date, the bottom line, was December. Our, he remembers. So I know it was Thanksgiving because then when I after I knew she really kind of was digging me a little bit, I said when I go back to. LA I'm gonna just take her out like I was and that wasn't he's I thought we were going out as friends so basically what happened was he's like oh do you want to go out but in acting class you have no makeup no hair you're like I mean you look disgusting and so I was like just so we you know we're working and so then when we went out to dinner I did like kind of spruce it up and we went to La Florendita which is a cube you go there on Monday night it was it's so fun so it was Monday night salsa the whole thing and I don't salsa and um, I wanted to and I don't really either, but we went there. And then when he walked in, he was like, who are you? Because I had like, you know, I put a little makeup on, did my hair, I had a skirt on. This was not acting this class. And you knew she was feeling me. She and came so, in there. She was turned up. <laughs> so actually after that night, uh, after that date. That was a great date. Though. Was kind of, we kind of stayed together. So what was interesting about that date, which was, was fun because I'd never been to, what is it? Oh. La is it L or La, L Florid, La Florendita? Right. Love it. You know what I mean? It's one of the Ditas. So anyway, <laughs> um, we go in there, right? And we had no tables. There was It was packed. It's one of those nights where all the we dancers- We had a reservation. All the, but you didn't like your table for whatever reason. It's this one I realized she was bossy. And I was like, golly, she was like, oh, I cannot sit there. I did not say yes, that. Yes, you did. But and why is it somewhere goes, where you don't I don't want to sit there. That doesn't feel right for me. And I was like, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Do it then. And then she just zigzagged her way and found her table. And then we end up. Together That's forever. <laughs> that, was the, that was the kickoff right there. And then the next day, your um your nephew was born. I remember that. Oh yeah. So and you had to go like to the hospital. Our best friend's baby, and I and so we always know his birthday because it was our first date. Yeah. So yeah. you went to the hospital. I went with you, didn't I? Didn't yeah. I go to, yeah. We because her her best one of her best friends had their son. No, you didn't son. go to the hospital, but we had a date. Wasn't anyway. it Max? Max. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Max. Yeah. yeah Max was born. So that's happened. Well, first of all, I just want to say that everybody else said that we had something before we knew. I think. Because when we did the scene in class, everybody was like, oh, that was interesting. Everybody was teasing us in class. Like, oh my God, what's going on? They were like, oh my God. Everybody was, was tripping. So and we were like, we were kind of insulted. Like, like all of our work is good. We're good actors. and they, But there was something that they saw in that night, the chemistry. Like, you guys I think, have got something going on. I was like, oh no, that I'm, made about it to, I'm about real. to go to Miami. I, I didn't know. So cut to, I was calling her a lot and, um, you know, and I was just like, she seems like a real nice chick. I was so curious, but I didn't know much about her because I met her really quick and then I left LA, you know what I mean? So it was kind of weird. But then I would call all the time and I'd be like, hey, Kristen, what's going on or whatever? And she's like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm doing my thing. And and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get, after we went to, we had that date and it was a good date. I had to go back to uh, Miami and I was like, I'm gonna invite her down. I got a week off Super Bowl weekend. 
And I was like, wait, but let's roll that back. Cause no? that sounds like you had a girlfriend and I, so let's get that together. No, so no, that basically was that, that was night of La Florendita, he, he was like, okay, well, I think I, I should follow you home. I'm like, I'm good. He's like, oh, you've had a drink. I'll follow you home. Then he gets to my house. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. One of those things, right? So then- That was my love we, Jones moment. You want me to come inside, I baby? was like, no. So then when, <laughs> then we did kiss. And then after that, he was like, you know, seeming like he wanted to take it further. And I was like, no, like you have a girlfriend. And he was like, no, I broke up with her. And he was being genuine, but I didn't know that. And oh, we were yeah, buzzed. Right. So I was like, okay, well you go home and you tell me that tomorrow. So that's kind of, I think if we had maybe moved forward, then it wouldn't have stuck as well. But then I was like, everybody cool off. You go home and I'll hear about this breakup was, later. Was a, and he had just, really, it was he had steamy. really- It wasn't that ridiculous. He it had was, it was a broken steamy, up though. with her. So that after that part, then he was free to date. I just want to clear that up. She was nervous. And then we began dating long distance from LA to Miami, which was a very exciting time because the Super Bowl was in Miami that year in 99. And but that was only like we, our second or third yeah, kind of situation. And I went there and stayed with him for a few weeks. It was a really good, fun dating time. And then when he got done with that, in a few months he came home and we just kind of never, we were together. There was never that thing where you say, are you dating anyone else? Or we never had that. Like, are you, we just kind of, it I felt think it right. just felt, fell into place, you know? Yeah, it was just very easy. There was no like weirdness. Like, are you dating someone? Are you dating someone? Or you know what I mean? But I would, and I always tell girls this, before you're married, don't be telling all your business and you're still free. So like, I would like go away with the girls on a Vegas weekend and not call them for the weekend and not return his call. Like, you know, keep the mystery going. Whatever, so. she was out with some other dude. You know, I ain't falling for that crap. <laughs> you think I'm gonna believe that? <laughs> No, you have to, you don't Whatever. owe anybody an explanation. You know what I mean? You still I, have to live I, your life. Listen, I was living my life. I was in my And I was living mine. So it wasn't even that serious. I, I just was like, really, I thought you were a very, very nice person. And I was very curious. I remember saying that she's a quality person, like a quality woman. And I was, you know, I met a lot of chicks, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, that. that's a very nice lady. I want to just really take my time and not be like, oh no, you know, play her stuff or whatever. I just wanted to get to know her. And, uh, and then, you know, it just kind of worked itself out. <laughs> I think there was a time when I realized, because I never was the kind of girl like, oh, I want to grow up and get married and have a million babies and all that. But when I met Bill, he had all the qualities of a partner and a man that I really started thinking about, I wanna have kids like with mm -hmm. this person because of who he is, his character. Right. And he's just like so authentic and so kind. And so he was actually, he walks the walk that a lot of people talk about. I had been through, I studied theology, religion. Um, at that time, I. Study, was studying Buddhism, I was chanting all the time. And I chant, I meditate, I do yoga, all this thing to get to this Zen place. And he just kind of is this, he has a philosophy that he lives by that is just very Zen and kind. And even now, if someone's like rude to us or something happens and I don't like it, he's always like, we do not give any negative energy out. This house gives out love. And I'd be like, ah! and he's like, no, we're giving out love. And that's it. Yeah. So there was this quality. And then many years later, I looked in a Bible that I had and I had written all the qualities of a mate. And it wasn't um, specific to race or look so much, but all the qualities. And he met every single one on my list. So that is true. Like you write down yeah. your aspirations and your dreams. And that is really the beginning of a manifestation moment. So for him, he was just really a manifestation of everything that I thought a partner should be. And when it appeared, you just kind of know it. We weren't- It was we, a rhythm. Yeah, it was it just, rhythm. you just know it. And I think that was part of, I was chanting. I always say I was chanting and praying for work and the universe and God put me exactly where I was supposed to be with Bill to build this family and this life. And not that the other things aren't great, but they're the gravy. He was my destiny. And if I hadn't been in rhythm with the universe, I don't know if he would have come as soon because we had actually, or as late, we had been in many circles as but over never the met years. Each other. Same friends, same, and we had been the same parties when we go back over it in the 90s. Never ever had we. <laughs> 
bumped into each other or dated. And we were like, that was kind of just divine because we would be like, I wasn't ready for you. I would have been, you would have been on my <laughs> roster. And he's like, you would have been on my roster. So we met when we were ready, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah. if we would have met when we were 25, we would we were too busy no, in the streets. too, too, too right? immature. So me, we met with the patience and the, yeah, I guess that's it, patience. Yeah, I think for me, um, when I, that moment was, it was it was a couple moments, but I think one of the the nicest moments was when um, we were in the car after our first date, and I knew that she loved music like me. Like I like I really love music, and we we listened to um, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Hill. We listened to Lauren. This is Lauren Hill, Miss Education, Lauren Hill. We must have listened to um, that D'Angelo song, that duet, duet like um, ten times. What is that song? 20 times, 30 uh, times. Nothing whoa, even matters. Whoa, whoa. Nothing yeah, even yeah, matters. Yeah. No, you're on the wrong is song. It, was that one? It was, was what, the wrong song. A, Nothing even matters. Nothing even matter at all. Oh, my God. We must have listened. Oh, my God. We must have listened to it like 18 times in the car. I was like, one more time, one more time. Nothing ever matters. And then he took me to that concert when she came oh. in 1999, too. That was Thank you, D'Angelo. Thank you, Lauren. That was our like, that was like our song, though. That is our song. <laughs> yeah, so we were listening to the song in the car, and, and let me tell you how many times I remember vividly we listened to it. It had to be over 15 times. And the car steamed up. And when the people were coming out of uh, El Ford, they was like, oh, they getting it. We was like, no. <laughs> we listened to this. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just, that was the moment when I was like, yo, I really, I really dig this lady. But I think it's a feeling. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's there are my, things... I, that was a vibe I had at that moment that I really digged you. Like, I was like, there's something very special about her. And she's just a cool, cool ass chick, you know? And, then we and we're very back. practical. It's weird. We're kind of like, not that love is practical, but I always tell women, like single women and my girlfriends, like you guys pick out boyfriends, like you're picking out a pair of shoes. Like they just don't give it as much thought, you know? So to me, you have to have like, I liked a lot of men, I, but I wouldn't want them to be the father of my children. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you talk about building a life with someone and a legacy with someone, there's a lot more characteristics than he's cute, he's got a bank yeah. account, he drives it. All that stuff is frivolous. But like what you can go through the hard times with, what you can go through, because in married 18 years and together over 20, there's a lot of ups and downs. But right. I wouldn't want to go through it. Like I can get through it with him because I enjoy him and I know where his heart is. You know, right. we have fun, even though sometimes, you know, it gets on my nerves, but that's normal, right? That's what I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. I saw something and I, well, maybe it was on, on an interview you guys did, I, but Richard Lawson said, I don't know where I heard him say it, but there's something lost that we are no longer having that physical energy, that connection, that slow dance where you hear the heartbeat. Like, I just don't, I mean, everyone's dating online and on social media or DMing and you cannot get the same feel from a DM. Like we would stay up. And I'm sure cell phones had come out in 1999, but we would like sit on the phone and fall asleep on the phone. You yeah. remember, do you ever do that? And yeah. you just fall asleep on the phone and you just, it's like that connection, that energy, you cannot get that unless you have one-on-one -on -one contact. And yeah. so that was just it's like personal. so intense. And and I mean, I, I read energy really well. So his energy was just, I was drawn to this energy. I didn't know why, because the public persona really didn't match what, what I thought. I was, but inside, I was just drawn to this energy that is so just bigger than life. Thank you, babe. I think it's my sultriness. I think it's your soul. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I, I, I feel like love is a connection and a lot of times you have to be in rhythm in your life to accept love in your life. And I feel like for us, we were in a rhythm that was effortless and when it's effortless, you don't have to try to fit, you don't have to squeeze it, you don't have to question it. I never questioned my choice, you know what I mean? I always felt like that was the one for me. And then I just walked in it. It felt like a good song, like you listen to a song and you know you like it in the first bar, that's what I felt like, you know? It's just but he's not, he's cautious. Like we got married at almost, well, we got married almost two years yeah, two to years. the day like uh, 2001. 
and really, yeah, so we're like two years. I mean, we, we didn't rush into, he's not a rush into anything. You know, I'll never have anybody knocking on my door talking about, that's my daddy. Cause this one is like not a risk taker, if you know what I mean. So. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. Yes and no. I'm not gonna, about that. No, but not I'm saying when it that. comes to, you know, when you're making a commitment to love someone for the rest of your life, I feel like you should know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Some people, you know, are able to just say, jump off a building and just be like, boom, I, I jumped off the building too. But I was like, yo, this is like 18 feet. You know, like this is 3000 feet, but I know I'm gonna go get it. You know what I mean? So for me, I wasn't afraid or anything. I just wanted to be, you know, thoughtful about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. And Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Now, we all know that balancing the work, relationship, parenting, self, life is hard. I know I struggle with it. And the moment we bring everything together, we have to find the best way to connect all the pieces without it all collapsing on the floor. That's why making time for yourself is so important because you can't pour from an empty cup, y'all. So take 10 minutes, have a dance break in the office, maybe take lunch with your boo once a week. Try requesting that day off to have a fun day with the kids. There's no wrong way to start. But I know for me, finding intentional moments of self-care are key to allowing me to show up for others. And being there for others is foundational to not only who I am, but what we do here at Black Love. I love the community that we've been able to build and how they pour into what we're doing. It helps feed my outer glow. Our community support is everything, and Target understands what it means to invest, uplift, and celebrate community. Learn more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. I think the most challenging thing for me is initially was not being as selfish. Um, you know, before I got married, I do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to act. I didn't have to answer to anybody. I was traveling all the time. My time was my time. You know what I'm saying? And then when I got married, the hardest adjustment for me was like answering to someone like, you know, like, oh, oh, oh that's right. You know, I'm a star. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to just flying, going to Paris, do an interview shooting down there to do but then it's like okay well when are we going to get together or what time are you coming back or you know that is way too long i was like ooh, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't you know that was like oh man that's different you know what i mean that was the first thing i had to learn that it's not just about you know doing whatever i want to do or just being like selfish in that way it's but to incorporate and to open up you know, to share, you know, so that was my first thing. When I was pregnant with my son, who is about to be 13, he's 12 now, and I was just three months pregnant and my mom died. And I think that that was like one of the hardest things that I had been through and being pregnant. And a lot of people didn't know I was pregnant because I hadn't, you know, it was, you don't tell so soon or we didn't. But um, having to do deal with that and having to plan my mom's memorial and having to go through all this stuff. My sister and her husband um, were going through it too. And I think that Bill and my brother-in-law, Trent, they just really kind of stepped in and did everything for us. And it was, it was a hard time and I couldn't medicate. I couldn't have a drink. I couldn't, you know, have a sleeping pill. I couldn't do anything because I'm pregnant. So it was just like, suck it up. Right. And so that was a really hard time. And I think it was a lot of erratic behavior on my part, just not, you know, you're just going through it. And he just really was comforting and like a rock to me and never judged me or for having a bad day or just always picked up the slack. And the best thing he did is when my daughter, she was still in her crib, she was like two and a half and she would cry, you know, say in the morning, mommy, mommy, you know how they cry, get me out of my crib. And I just wanted to pull the covers over my head and never get up. And he would say, you know what, no, she needs you, go get her. And it was so good because it was a reason to get up. He would just push me to go the extra. I couldn't lay in bed and wallow because I had right. Bill and Bailey and I had was pregnant. And it was just, that was kind of the the real adult hard time in my life losing my mom. And, and um, 
I think that was for me the lowest because it, it puts it takes a toll on the relationship and even though I don't mean to I'm taking it out on him and I don't really want to be comforted I just want to be angry and that was hard for him and it, it you know it, it can make your relationship rocky if you're not as strong I mean men we are you know we're problem solvers by nature we want to you know come up with a solution but you know some pain it's just there's no answer for it at the moment. You know, you have there's a process of just trying to get through it. You know what I'm saying? When she lost her mom, it was devastating because I know how much their relationship was amazing. You know what I'm saying? And she was such an amazing person and it just came out of nowhere. And we got a new baby. So we were just like thrown into a, a boat that was just like, and yet we got these two we got a baby on the way, we have a little one, and we just have to get the, sh the boat straight, just find a way to like line the boat up. And you know, it, it bonds you going through, you know, a storm. Cause I'm very sensitive person and I'm a very loving, like I, I have a lot of compassion for people and things of that nature, but I'm sensitive on the same side. But most people don't know how, how like, I'm very firm about certain things, you know, even though I'm like, uh, you know, most people are like, oh, Bill's always happy. I'm very Billy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's certain things I'm very, very rigid about, right? You know, it's like- His kids. My kids being respected to, uh, you know, um, to be appreciated, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? Just he feels the, very underappreciated in this house, as he tells yeah, us all, all the time. Yeah, because you know the reality of the matter is there's no trophies really for. Yeah, I mean, this for, is I'm not. You're not watching. Uh, you know your, I mean? You're not babysitting for me. You're you watching know, your kids. Your kids or being a dad or a husband and stuff like that. But the thing about it is, is that I think. There's two trains of thought. One of them was you initially asked, what is a challenging point, right? I think what's challenging is whenever you have a disagreement. So in every relationship, you're gonna come to a fork in the road and you just be like, well, I feel A and she feels B, right? Sometimes you say both say A and that's a, it's an easy run. But what I find is difficult is when you don't agree, how do you manage? And you have to take you, I told guys, you cannot lead with ego when it comes to your woman. You have to lead with your heart and what is right. The general good, because if you just go, well, man, I'm right, I'm right, you know, it, it, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. So um, for me, even though I am, you know, try to be this sort of like, you know, Zen dude or whatever, it's hard for me still because I have, I'm passionate about something, you know, and then she's very passionate about something. We're that, Aries, by the way, we'll just start with that. Yeah, We're both you know fire. what I mean? Relax. So, so I believe how you fight with each other too is important moving forward because you have to still have respect. You still have to hear you out. She has to hear me out, I have to hear her out. And then we just find a resolution. A lot of people don't want to do that, like, you know, cause it requires work. It requires work to be unselfish. It requires work to to say, you know, I was wrong on that, babe. You know what? I was, you know, that was crazy. I, you know what? I was just mad, I guess. You know, to say I'm I'm wrong, like you, it's okay to be wrong. Like I made a mistake, you know, or you know what? I didn't even think of that. See, she can be mad, and it's over. I, I'll hold mine for months. Well, we fought a lot about like we. We're, last year we were with you guys, we were under construction. We're still under, we're always uh, under construction here. Crazy. But brought up a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of like specific things, but it just, it brings up a lot of things and how you handle it is very different. Like he, as you can tell, is a communicator. Just like he like wants to just communicate, communicate, communicate till you just want to smother him with a pillow. And I'm like, I need silence. So in that way, you know, usually it's more, the males are like that. I don't, I don't need to talk about everything to death. Like, Sometimes we're never going to agree and it's okay, but he has to say it and, and communicate with you a I lot. Think, and I, I need space, but I'm, what, what about like the, the house stuff? We would just, oh, well, just what? the friend, because I, I tend to feel like he's too lenient or nice or whatever, or isn't if he's not on my side about something like that pisses me off to be on. Like, 
I don't care, just you always have to be on my team and then we'll discuss it later. You, I always have to be on your team, but he is always like a mediator. Like he's always trying to mediate between me and a contractor when the contractor's dead ass wrong. You know, no, be furious, get angry. This is the moment. And so we argued a lot over the last year about that kind of stuff, but it tends to turn. And like he said, it's important how you argue. And I did learn that. We actually went to a counselor we only, we only went to one session, <laughs> but he was good. And I think we, that's what we needed. But he was he was basically saying that how you argue is very important. And, and you how know, you listen. You know, because he, he's like, you know, I'm only going to be so many MFs for so many times. Like, you know, you, you can't keep talking to me crazy. There's a way to communicate and to talk to each other because sometimes you can't go back after something yeah, you said. Yeah, words are very powerful. So to me, I think, you know, how you fight or how you have a disagreement, because because what happens is it's like a loss in a game, right? You don't know who you are until you until you lose, okay? It's cool if the parties pop in, the music pop in, then boom, boom, and, oh, that party was the joint. But how you recover a lot of times says who you are. And I, one of my favorite quotes is a man is you never understand a man's true character until times of calamity. That's where everything is revealed, who you are, what you're about. You fell down, you scuff your knee. Do you get up? Do you stay down? Do you give up on life? Whatever. So to me, you know, with couples and us, I feel like I learn more in in a battle or if it's a disagreement because like, okay, all right, I know now that that's how she really feels or I know that, you know. Oh she, yeah, don't say anything crazy because then he's like, oh, that's how you feel. And then that's like, it could be something in the heat of the moment, but then he takes it and holds that where I can, like you said, I can cuss you out and then let's go to the movies because I'm done and I said it and I've got it all out. Right. And so then we can go to the movies, but then he's like, I can't go to the movies with you because you just cuss me <laughs> I'm not going to the movies today. <laughs> I've gotten, I don't know whether it's getting like older and wiser or being married so long or having kids, but just listening more and talking less and not being so quick to have an answer for that. Like I can really just um, not respond, like not in a bad way, but just like, okay, let him, let him get that out and just not be so quick to have a response to it and kind of put my empathy, have more, you know, just less talking, more listening is how I have to handle it around here. Cause we are both talkers. Like we just, <laughs> yeah, we can talk you to. Um, yeah. I think for me, I think um, if I could use construction, as the sort of learning because I think construction anytime you do construction everybody Don't told do us like do construction it's beautiful but you're gonna fight and it's gonna make you guys go through stuff what I what I I'm gonna use this because that was to me like the most recent kind of like tough thing because you know when you're under construction you're creating something and you have your vision, your lady has her vision, and you kind of have to blend your visions. You know, it can't the house can't be up this way and down that way on the other side, right? So you got to come together, and it forces you to be together. It forces you to, to be a team. And then what happens is when there's a conflict, what I've learned is that you have to listen. You, you, you just can't just be like, I want a red room. And act like a baby, you know what I'm saying? You got to be like, okay, well, all right, well, that's an interesting thought. Okay, well, okay, if we do that, then what about this? And then you end up learning that concession is not failure. Just let them have it, girl. Sometimes you just got to be like, you know. you know what? You got this. Like, I just learned that sometimes, pick my battles. Like, what's really important to me, then I'm going to do, like, he knows, like, I there's certain things that that are, we're going to St. Martin every Christmas. So we're not even gonna have that discussion anymore. It's been happening for 18 years. We're doing this. Our kids are gonna go to the school. Like there's certain things that I, and then certain things he wants to do, or if he wants to have a car that I think is ridiculous, just have it. I don't care. Like you just have to. But when did you get there, right? Like After to, being beat like, down for today, 18 years. Today. today. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> not today. Not today. No, I just feel mm. like the the peace is better to keep the peace and and also realing realizing what's important to me. And I can't win. It. Like you know, you gotta let them feel like you know they're the king of their castle and they're. We are the kings. Ru- we are. are we got that. We are the kids. We are we got that. No. I just can't be every. I can't be in every fight. Like we were uh, yesterday. We were we're um, our son's going to basketball camp yes. in New York. I was just kind of getting the summer ready. Like what camps? The kids who's going where? My daughter's going to do charity work in Fiji. Bill has to work. This is going. Everyone's going somewhere. So I was kind of doing it all, and I was doing it all for my bed because it was a crazy weekend. It was our anniversary. It was Father's Day. It was our friend's fiftieth. It was so many things, right? So the kids were gone. I was on my computer, but I was working. But he's busy doing whatever. I don't a know. A million he just, things. No, he just can't sit still. So he's busy, and then he goes, well, "What are you just gonna? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm just in bed working." And he's like. And I said, do you have a problem with that? And he goes, well, kind of, yeah. I almost like flew off the handle because I really couldn't even believe what I was hearing. It's like, I finally get to sit down and just have a quiet day and get all our summer planned. But he doesn't think, I'm, he doesn't know what I'm doing. Like I'm thinking and planning his whole life. And he's like, you know, taking the dogs to the park or going to the barbecue or like whatever he's doing. Try it's not as important to what an, I'm doing. I am an Uber for my children. But so I was just, so I almost, so then I started to, so I follow him down, like in my underwear, I'm flying down the hall into his office, starting to get in this thing. And I was like, are you serious? And I thought he was going to go, no, I'm just kidding. He's like, no, kind of. Yeah. And then I thought this could go really bad. And I knew you guys were coming. And I was like, let us not cancel this one more time. No, because I was so angry. I'm like, the fact that you begrudge me. Like but it wasn't sitting that. still, yeah. You said kind that like you're mad because if you want to be busy, no, it did. You were not because I asked you I like three times, and I was like, well, yeah, you shouldn't mess just... like that because it really like ruffled me. So the like ruffled me, but the new me said, you that know you what? Did I said today. I'm not even gonna <laughs> deal with you. No, I said I don't even care what you're talking about right now. Like I, I was just like. I, and I took my computer and I went back in the room instead of following him down the hall. And I shut the door and kept doing what I was doing. And I didn't even care. And then I got up and went to acting class. And, I, and he's like, you're not even going to kiss me goodbye. I'm like, you were really rude today. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what you said. And he goes, like he said, like it was a joke, but it wasn't when he said it. Because I feel like. He, See, if I don't smile and I say a joke, people think I'm really serious. No, you were being I just a said, I said, no, no I just not. said, kind of. See that face? See that face? It was cool. Because the thing is, you Kinda. feel, but as a mother, you feel guilty <laughs> ever taking five minutes for yourself. I so never the get fact five that I, yeah, time. but that's your choice. You want to run around I got like it. a crazy person, and I can't do that. I need to focus and bring it in. And then the other thing is that when we were doing the hotels in New York, so now we're texting back and forth in the house. And he's like, well, I'm booking this hotel. And I'm like, well, I think we should do an Airbnb and I'm doing this. And so finally that battle too, I was like, you know what? I planned all the other stuff this summer. Do whatever hotel you like. I've already booked me and Baron's, but you do whatever you want. We'll stay wherever you want. It just has to be in this vicinity. Go for what you know. And I don't even know if you did it or not, but I don't care anymore. But gee. Right? I got, I got, I got to relinquish some I control. I got you, homie. <laughs> I got to just relax. I'm too busy. When we were dating, I wouldn't plan all this. I would let him plan our vacations and he did a great job. Now I do everything and that's my fault. So now I figure, you know what? You well, I mean, do it's it. a lot of moving parts. And I don't need your approval, by the way. I don't need your approval. I'm going to do what I want to do today. And if you don't like it, then too bad. Like, cause he was just, dis- what he was giving me is he's disapproving that I'm not running around doing a million errands, but it doesn't matter. I realized, you know what? I don't even care. And that's why our marriage works because we are so independent that we're dependent yet we're a team. Thing I get from him the most and I'm trying to implement in this particular time in my life is gratitude because I'm very much glass half empty and he's glass half full. All our friends, we always say this, but (laughs) it's because like he always will be like, well, this is like, like we have a great life. I manifested you and the kids and we have a great life. And like, he's always loving his life. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't have like my second home yet. Or I'm like still, we're working so hard. Like we're supposed to work less. And you know what I mean? Do less and make more. Like we're supposed to be in our time when we're like learning how to manifest this easy, more easily. And he's just like, this life is so great. Isn't this a great, so now I'm like, what's wrong with me? Maybe if I start saying this life is so great, then we'll 
like manifested a more rapid level. So I've kind of taken to his side, like what's wrong with our life? No, no, right? what it is is like, I feel like love, um, your life, your health, you have to appreciate it, you know what I mean? You have to never squander its quality in your life. Do you understand? Because if you take your health away right now, you, your life ain't worth living, right? You can't live without your health. Like love is something I feel is like essential to your health. Love is essential to your, to your inner being. You need to be loved. You need to have compassion. Right. So to me, I feel like a lot of times because we're all so busy and we're all so, you know, just going and, you know, we forget about the simple things like you take the air out this room. It's over. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't don't get so high on your horse and not and forget the simplest things bring you the most joy. Like our kids, it doesn't require anything to love them. Right. It doesn't require anything to you don't have to go. You don't even think about it. You just do it. Right. So why not have that energy in your life? He's just happy. Like most comedians no, are I'm really saying, dark. You but know what, what I'm saying mean? is, and I mean, we live not. in an entertainment business. The entertainment business is rough. It's hard. It's, you know, it's ups and downs. It's, you know, all these things. But you can control. To me, I feel like you control how you feel about yourself. You control your home, the energy that you have in your house, right? And that's one thing. He's never brought for right. all the rejection and I didn't get this job or didn't get that. Right. Part of the reason, like, I had stopped doing it outside of building a family is just it was a lot for me and he just no matter what he never brings it and that I don't know any person none of my friends husbands none of my friends <laughs> anybody who doesn't bring that outside stuff in here but he just doesn't bring it to me or the kids he's like this is love what happens out there I can't control but okay so that series didn't go that pilot didn't go this year oh well Boom. This, Keep it moving. This, whatever happened this happened <laughs> this happened but what does it have to do with us and that's a rare quality to have so I, I admire that I, I admire that I don't equate my value to a job if I have a great movie it's a movie. It's going to do good or it's going to do bad. If I got a great series, it's going to do what it do. Doesn't make me a better nothing. It's just a great opportunity to do what I love to do, right? So, so I don't get it. My show got canceled. I, I've still got a family to take care of. I still have responsibilities. And I feel like, you know, the business or my job does not control the altitude of my home or the atmosphere. So when I come home, this is mine, you know, this is where I can be myself and I can just like, you know, I fought all the wars out there and the lions and the whatever, whatever, then I come back to paradise and then I rejuvenate and try to, you know, find my, my way back out there to go fight again and, you know, come up with some other project or whatever. That's how I look at it. So I want to be like Bill when I grow up. <laughs> That's a good quality it's to hard. have. It's I think, and his family's not like this. This is something he's born. I'm like, you are very special. Like he just came out, I think like this and it wasn't environment. It's just who he is. Like if, yeah, it, he was reincarnated with an amazing gift Whatever. of love. No, it's just, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I don't look at it like that. I just think that it's perspective. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of success. I've had, you know, a lot of losses as well. You know what I'm saying? And it just makes you realize that, you know, the people in your life that you truly love, show them, right? It, the people that you that have given you something, show your appreciation, give it back, or show that that energy somewhere else. You know what I mean? You don't always get your your reward from the person you gave it to. It might come from somewhere over here. It's, yeah. And also give it freely. Yeah. Like, you know, give give your love and give your time and energy. Give freely. He he doesn't ever give, nor do I give to anybody and ask like, oh, well, I did that for you. What are you going to do for me? When you, you just give it away. Yeah. You give your love, you give your time, you give your resources. Yeah. And life has a way of working out. You know, I just came from a family that's tough. You know, I just came from tough, just a tough family, tough love, tough whatever, whatever. You know, my mom was like the strongest, sort of like, I don't know, just like a bull. It's like, rawr, you know what I'm saying? Good people, but she was just tough. And my dad was just wonderful, who is this amazingly kind and just, um, absolutely altruistic guy like oh my god dad would you calm down you know what I mean so I think I'm a perfect blend of those two people I think you go the opposite you sometimes I mean? and because he didn't get those hugs from his mom and like that 
he got, you know, she was like doing everything she could so that they could go to college and go to school and do, I mean, all that kind of stuff. But he's so overly with the kids because he didn't see it. Like he wants, when he wakes up in the morning, like, you know, he'll make his pancakes and, and like he wants the kids to see us hug and see us because he never saw that. So that's right. like important I, I to him. Important. Where my family is very like demonstrative. Like they're, they're my aunts, my dad, they like love you. Like right now, if they walked in, they would make gumbo for you and hug you up and you'd be like all curled up on telling your stories. Like they're very different. So when he met my family, both my mom and my dad said, like, he was like, what is going on over here? Yeah, he was like, oh my God. Y'all are real, real crazy. Yeah, he just, it, it was a it was a lot of, um, and I'm, I don't know, am I, do I show a lot of love? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I mean, to me or to the kids? No, I'm playing <laughs> Well, I think it's so different. Like he's like wakes up like like a Disney movie, and I'm just like my daughter and I are like, why are you talking to us? How you? I said to my daughter one day, how you how you wake up with an attitude? Ain't nothing happened. <laughs> you just woke up. Can't nothing be wrong. She's like, oh, give me a minute. Well, she's a 15 year old girl. <laughs> like what the hell? She needs a minute. I'm like, you you 15 and you need a minute. Wait till real life hits you in the face. She ain't got no drama, but whatever. I think submission submission is is a good word. It is a good word. But submission. What do you mean? It's a good word. It is Explain a good word. Oh, let me let me elaborate. We never let use me, that word me, in our me, vows nah, in our no, life. No, not like that. I think submission is when you submit to love and you submit to understanding. You submit to the greater good for your relationship. I think there is a level of submission to to have a healthy relationship for the male and the female, even whether you say it or not. You have to submit to peace. I don't think that's the right word though. I think at different times, we kind of learned when to back off. Like Bill, for the most part, will just let me do my thing or whatever. But when he is cranky or he's in a mood or he, or there's a situation that he needs to handle, then I back off. It's like if you're a team, right? Or you're in a, and this is our world, like who, who's your, who's the best person for the job? So who's gonna handle, like literally sometimes speaking back to contractors, they're very disrespectful to women and they can be very, and like I've had people who don't even wanna talk to me. They're like, oh, your husband. So he'll have to tell them, well, you know, she's the one, I'm not here. So right. she's the one. So it's like, to me, it's just whoever's gonna get the job done. And I love having a king in my castle. I love that. But as far as like, I mean, Submit to what? Like you have to expand on that. That that like, word I don't relate to it. But what I do say is that if something is important to him, I do not. I don't. I don't do what the definition of submission is. But if something is important to him, I would do anything for him. And if it, it but I'm not like I'm not. We're not submissive. There's not a blanket. And he's not submissive to me marriage, either. No, like, no, 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 no. I submit to my husband because he's the man. No, 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 no. I mean, that is so antiquated. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Mm, I think. I he, mean, I guess people still do I that. I submit every time in the car when, you, when I'm driving because she's my GPS. Go left. Go right. Go right. Mm-mm, don't get in that lane. Mm-mm, that's a bad lane. I got a feeling about that lane. That's gonna clog up. Go to go go to three rows to the right. It's, it's <laughs> that's you know what his grandma said? She goes, she gonna calm down when we got married. She goes, she feisty, Bill, but she gonna calm down when she gets older. And you know what? Mineola was right. I have calmed down it's in my old age. Time. I'm just worn out. Like I'm just like, and also I want to. whips. I want to all that submission. <laughs> I want to spend my. Um, I want to spend my time, my energy better. And I realized that. And this is an important thing for oh, women Lord, too. This Lord. is like we should have a women's conference about this. Get out. Well, you guys, it's hard because you work together. But get out of your man's business and into your own. So I think that was the thing that I turned around in 2008. I got out of my man's business and into my own business. And then I stopped running his business and then we can coexist a lot easier because before that I'm so busy, like over here thinking about Bill Bellamy Entertainment. And he's like, okay, you run the house. You can't run Bill Bellamy Entertainment too. But I'm like, but if you did this and you did this and you did this and why aren't this agent doing this and why? Like I have, like I should be a manager in my head. But then I was like, oh, I started Holly Mom. I started a blog. I started my caftan line. I started all this other stuff for me. I went back to, to acting. I started hosting, uh, started working. And then I was like, you know what? Let me put all that fuel 
that I'm putting in his business into my business. And then we can get together and have a good time because us being too, like, you know what I mean? Me putting all my eggs in his basket wasn't working for me anymore. And I think that's kind of the thing that kind of has turned me around in the last few years that I'm like, and, and it's, and he, you know, it's a lot. Cause he says, oh yeah, work, do whatever. But when you're out of town or you got to go away or you got to do this, then, you know, you, you got to suck it up and deal with the kids or, or you have to make the subtle adjustments to your relationship. It all looks good when it's a theory, but as it starts happening, you I know, he's, you, you have been well adjusted, but I haven't been gone for three months on a movie set either. So let's put it in perspective, me gone a weekend and me like really getting a job and being gone for a long amount of time, he's going to be Boy, great. We got a lot of help around here. Not really. Stop that. Stop <laughs> that. That's like totally a misnomer. Yeah, right. When Kristen decided to go to work a couple years ago and get into her caftan line and to work on her Halimam project, I thought it was a good thing, you know what I mean? Because she's been like, oh my God, you know, I've just been just, just sort of like overwhelmed being a mom and all that stuff. And I was like, well, I think it's good. I didn't know if she was gonna really just go ahead and just go get it. But now when I'm looking at it, I think it was a great thing because personal growth is everything. Like each person has to have some sort of their own happiness about things, you know? And if she feels good about herself and what she's doing and making accomplishments, that's eventually going to be positive for us together. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense for her not to be happy like that. So to me, you know, I was accepting, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'm like, but you got to do the work. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I'm, I'm for real with that. Like, don't get lazy. You know, let's, what, what are we doing? Because it takes so much energy to do that stuff. You know, we got to, I was, you know, going with her to do the fabric places. And, you know, we were going to, you know, the manufacturers, the manufacturers yeah. and, and like looking at fabrics and stuff. And like, it takes a lot of work to build a village. You know what I mean? But it's a different level of respect. And even mm -hmm. now going back to acting class and start working again, it's like every Monday he knows I'm gonna leave and you're gonna be with the kids and this is, but I just walk out the door at 5.30 or six and I come back at midnight and it is what it is. But there's another level of respect that I think that men have for you when you are just doing something you're passionate about. It doesn't have to always equate to an income, but when you're passionate about it. And now it was so funny yesterday, he got the mail and he's like, all his little residual checks and he's like, oh, this is yours. And I was like, oh yeah, give me my dollar ninety-eight cents. <laughs> give me my residual check. Boy, don't be opening my mail. So it is a it's a good thing. And I think also for Very longevity, good. you have so much fun and so much stuff to talk about. And it's just it makes it it I've never been boring. And that's why he said the, the good thing is he doesn't know what he's walking into usually when he comes <laughs> home. So that's a good thing. You have to keep your interest, your yeah. mystery, your your stuff, yourself together. It's like mentally, spiritually, physically. Yeah. You got to be on it, ladies. You got to, you know what I mean? You yeah. got to keep it. And that doesn't mean that he won't stray or do this or do that. He hasn't, but you don't know. But the main thing is, is that you have some kind of pride and respect and that he has respect for you. So don't be sitting around trying to run your man's business because it might not end up well. <laughs> well I, I always, I, I'm a basketball guy. So I'm going to re equate relationships to basketball. You have to build a good team. And then you have to have a, you have to have a team spirit about it. You know what I mean? So if your relationship is your team, you want to build a team that's built to win or built to withstand losses. Cause you know, every, even even the Warriors took a loss. You know, you get injured, you know, you, you, you miss your shot. Okay, whatever, whatever, right? But do you still want to play to win? And you know, and that's what it takes sometimes. You know, you gotta have the mindset that this is our squad. You know what I mean? We're gonna try to get through it. We know maybe this is a bad game or, you know what? We got in a fight in the locker room today. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is our squad and we're gonna go out to win. That's where I look at it.